Welcome to She's Running, the podcast all about women running for office, from school board to senate and everything in between. I'm Emily Jackson. Today's episode isn't about one woman. It's more about political women in general. A few weeks ago, I went to an arts and politics event and asked a few of the women there about their political activism. I talked to women of all ages about what makes them political and if their activism had increased in the past couple of years. Many of them said that yes, it had. Several of the women I talked to were young enough that they had only recently started voting, and a few of them were actually too young to even vote in next week's midterms. But all of them were out on a Saturday at a community event for a local candidate, and that's really what it's all about. So my name is Jennifer Stafford. I'm the librarian at Pascal High School and then also the sponsor of Feminist Club. And um, this is my sister, Katie, who um, comes along with me for all the things because I um, make her come <laughs> and help me out with, with all my stuff. So are y'all, are y'all political at all? Yes, very political. I am a um, deputy voter registrar, so I, will, I work to register people around our community, but also registering students in the school. And, um, and then we're both very politically active, um, just kind of like block walking and, and things like that. Things that, that we can do on, on our time to make a yes. difference. So have you become more politically active in the past year or two, or have you always been? Probably in the past few years. I think that, uh, well, I mean, maybe we've been always, our parents kind of raised us to be pretty political, but I think in the past few years, especially now that I've seen things affecting my life, as a, especially as a woman, um, I, I've, I think that I've become way more political in the past yeah. few years. And we, so we grew up in Midland, Texas, yeah. and we had, the, we always joke, we had, our dad was the only Democrat in Midland. <laughs> um, and so um, we like learned at an early age that it it was okay to speak up for yourself and um, I mean when you grow up in the home of George Bush and they do these mock elections and you vote for Clinton it's a it's not a not a good thing and but and so we learned like it was okay to stand up for yourself and I think that was always a thing we were raised with and then I'd say about two years ago um, we were like all right so it's time for us to do a little bit more Um, and and so that kind of kick-started it for us Okay, my name is Gabriela Gonzalez. I'm here today to represent the women of Fort Worth in the creative industry. Um, I'm an artist and I want to inspire people to do what they love. I'm here also to support Vanessa Adia, um, running for Congress, District 12. So are you political at all? Yes, definitely political. Well, I like to stay up with uh, current events. Um, I am really, I guess, Angry at the government right now, angry at a lot of things. So I would consider myself political, the fact that I want to see change happen. I'm supporting candidates that are running this uh, election and um, donating. Yeah. Yeah, donating money. Would you say, have you gotten more political like in the last year or two, or have you always been kind of political? Um, I have been really political ever since Bernie Sanders was running uh, a while back. and a lot of people told me that voting for him was a waste of my vote. And whenever people told me that, I got angry and I didn't understand what that meant. So I kind of figured out, I wanted to educate myself on what happened with this last election. So educating myself really just made me angry at the amount of low numbers of Latinos that have been that have not been, that have been voting, but the mass amount that haven't been voting. So that really got me engaged in my community, especially in Northside Fort Worth. Um, we held a 
Convivio mural unveiling of a mural in Northside. Um, we had a lot of voter registers there. We had um, a lot of booths there. Um, so I don't know. We, I was just helping to engage the community. Yeah. Is this all yours? This is all my work. Yes. <laughs> this is all my work. It's Very awesome. cool. Thank you. So what's your name? Uh, my name is Roxy. Are you political? Uh, yeah, I am. I like. Have you gotten more political lately, or have you always been political? Um, I think I've always been interested in politics and being informed, um, especially seeing Obama come into office and uh, somebody who was kind of an underdog shouldn't have been considering the the past. Um, and I didn't get to vote in his first in his first election because I was too young, but I voted for his re-election. Um, and then I'm super excited to see candidates like. Um, Alexandra Orozco Ortiz in New York um, to see the wave of Democrats coming in to Oklahoma and other places in the U.S. and right now to see potentially a Democrat um, come into the Senate here in Texas is super exciting and I think will open up a path for change that we really need at this time and hopefully um, we'll get the ball rolling on seeing more minorities represented within our Senate and our Congress. Would you ever run for office? I People tell me I should, <laughs> maybe later when I'm older. <laughs> Mary Jane Temudo. And what are you doing here today? You're at a table, there's lots of things to fill out. Yeah, so we're registering voters, hoping to get um, more voters to go out and vote this year. Are you, I assume, because you're here, you're political? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> More so since 2016 results. Yeah. Yeah. So what, how have you ramped up your political activism? Um, well, it, the timing was perfect because I retired from my full-time job and now I work part-time and so I have time to volunteer and do the things that I really am interested in. So it's just perfect timing. Well, cool. Okay, so what's your name? Taylor Fox. And why are you here today? Um, I want to restore dignity in uh, communities of women experiencing homelessness in Fort Worth. I just, I don't think any woman should have to uh, choose between eating for that day or buying sanitary products whenever they have their period. And so what I wanted to do is just give them um, any basic hygiene, sexual health products that they deserve and need um, so that they don't have to make that decision. My ultimate goal is just restore dignity in communities that feel marginalized. So are you political? I am, yes. Have you always been, or have you like ramped that up in the last couple of years? I was fortunate enough to be raised by parents that let me know that my vote matters, but I think that in the past couple of years, especially since the 2016 election, it let me know that what I do matters, and even if it's not like the political majority, and even if it's something that's frowned upon by like the small Texas town I grew up in, it still matters, and we should still be here for people no matter what they choose to believe. Okay, so what, what's the organization you're here with? Uh, it's not an organization. I'm doing it all on my own. Um, yeah, I so I'm in this thing called Girl Gang Fort Worth, and it's a Facebook group, and it's basically just like a group of women in Fort Worth who want solidarity and just being a woman. And um, I used to live in a place um, just two blocks from here, actually, where there was just a lot of people that were experiencing homelessness, and I would go out and ask them, and I'd say, like, hey, what's the most, like, 
difficult thing for you living on the streets because I already know that you're a woman or you're a woman of color or even just a man or a man of color like anybody you're living on the streets you don't have this shelter or something to like go back to this sense of security so like what can I do that's gonna make you feel more safe and more welcome and just more as like a human being like we all should and I think I was just like it really broke my heart that a lot of women told me they have to choose like for a week of every month that either they're gonna have food that day food that week or they're gonna walk around you know bleeding on themselves because that's a natural human thing that happens to them and so I that really galvanized me and like I don't I don't have influence I'm not like a big influencer like I, I don't I don't know and so I just thought like I'm gonna try and help them as much as I can but I don't think I'm gonna like get that much done but then I posted on Facebook and I've had over 500 women reach out to me and it's like just I don't know this sense of solidarity and like the sense of like people willing to help other people has just been so incredibly overwhelming um I feel emotional about it because it's just so easy and especially with like in this political climate and all this kind of stuff is just think that like the majority of people are assholes but like honestly that's not true like there are people out there that want to help and all you have to do is give them the platform that makes it easy to help others that is outrageous like I can't believe you're just doing this by yourself that's so cool that you're just like Tristeza Ordex Ramirez I'm the president of an organization called El Voto es Latino, uh -huh. and what we do is that we connect Democratic candidates with their Latino base because we're bilingual. Okay. We want to make sure that especially a candidate that does not speak Spanish has someone there advocating for them and taking them into these communities so that way we can bridge the gap You know that happens because of the language barrier. How old is this organization? Oh my gosh, we're only like a couple months old. Oh, very cool. Yeah, we are very, very brand new. Yep, we kicked, we went live on June 26th, uh -huh. the day of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's um, big win. So she was actually the first candidate we helped. Really? Yes. Okay, um, so obviously you're political. Have you like increased your political activity in the last couple of years or have you always been political? I have increased my political activity in the last year. Okay. I only started voting two years ago after I retired from the military and I started to see some of the hateful things that were being said about Latinos and the Latino community and for that reason I kind of started to wake up politically and kind of find myself because I think that a lot of individuals think that because I am a veteran that I'm going to lean one way yeah. or they think that because I'm the daughter of an immigrant that I'm going to lean another and so I had to really look and find where I stood politically and even just within the last few months I feel like I've really matured into the person I am today politically. Would you ever run for office? If someone really pissed me off, maybe. <laughs> I just like helping the community. That's my thing is that I want to be in the community. I want to be able to help them yeah. on my terms and how I want. I'm very vocal about issues that happen in the Latino community and that happen to veterans because I am a veteran myself yeah. and my husband's still active duty in the Marine Corps. So there's a lot that affects us. You know, My husband is an immigrant too that serves active in the Marine Corps. Cool. So, thanks. Yeah. Okay, you are very busy making awesome t-shirts. She runs. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> okay, so what's your name? Stephanie Ramirez. And you're also with this organization, so are you very political? Now I am, yeah. 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 What increased your activity? 
Um, I think the 2016 election. Yes. Um, but as far as like activity, canvassing, and things like that, being part of this organization is what helped me get out there, get out of my shell, speaking yes. to people. Um, this is actually my internship as well. Oh, cool. But I've learned so, so, so much yeah. uh, being a part of it. So I'm very, very grateful and glad. Are you in school? I am. Yeah, I go to Texas Wesleyan University. Okay. I'm a political science major. Very cool. Are you going to run for office? I don't think so. <laughs> not, not me. I, I don't vote. You know what? Who knows? You know, I'm still learning. Uh, so who knows? Are you going to run somebody's campaign? That is probably 100% yes <laughs> at some point. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, thanks, y'all. All right. So what's your name? Cindy Shepard. And what are you doing here today? Uh, well, I am supporting Vanessa Dia and other women candidates by some of my art that I um, like to do. And also, I just recently ran my own race and won the city council in Hearst. Very cool. So I am very supportive of women uh, running for office. Was that your first time running? It was my first time to run. How was it? Well, I was actually in a runoff. Yeah? So it was a very... Um, <laughs> it was... It was, it was a very short race compared to something that Vanessa and some of these other people have had to go through, but it was really a learning experience. Yeah. And one of the reasons why was because I was running against your basic, um, this sounds awful, but an entitled, an entitled older yeah. white man and that he thought he had the race run. And I just, it made me realize as a woman that what are, what's leadership for a woman? And to me, you know, for me, leadership was I had not spent my life making a resume to build to a certain time. I spent my life doing things like taking time off so that I could help raise my grandchild, taking time off to help my special needs brother. And I realized that women need to understand that their role in leadership is to, is to exhibit those qualities and to talk about them. Men have a completely different role when it comes to leadership, and women need to stand up for where it is that we are leaders and make that known to everyone. So. Have you always been political? No, actually, I have not always yeah. been political. When did you really start like getting into campaigning or campaigns uh, and politics? And things well, like actually, that? I really started getting into politics in 2008. Okay. I retired from American Airlines about the time the shit hit the fan. <laughs> Tell me if I'm not supposed to say this stuff. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> and so then I realized, because I had voted conservative, I had voted uh, independent, I had voted Democratic, but I realized in 2008 that really what Bernie Sanders in particular was talking about, how equality for income, income inequality was really one of the things that we really had to deal with. And when I saw what actually happened and how that came about, in the financial industry and the banking industry and started just really my husband and I just paid so much attention to what was going on uh, that started me in a just wanting to absorb everything I could and make decisions that were good decisions thank you, thank you. so that's what and then of course as I learned more and more I started talking to different people about it and um, you know I, I was a Bernie supporter but I also feel that just my biggest, my biggest concern is I really do believe that women need to be more partners. You know, it's not that the men need to go, it's that we need more women involved, and that means partnering and getting more of them in office. So. Uh, hi, my name is Olivia Varnell, and I am one of our two um, presidents of the Pascal Feminist Club. 
I'm the other president, Rebecca. Uh, I started the Feminist Club with Olivia three years ago. Okay, so why did y'all start this club? Um, so we just we started this club mostly to give a different um, face to what feminism is because a lot of the people at our school don't think we do anything as a club. So whenever we started, we really wanted to have an impact, volunteer-based impact in our local community. So. Um, we have an annual drive called the Distributing Dignity Drive, where we collect uh, feminist, feminist, feminine hygiene and um, other supplies for Homeless Connect. And yeah, and we also like do drives for our teen moms, and we hold weekly discussions. Uh, we volunteer at the Samaritan House, which provides housing for people living with HIV and AIDS. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's pretty fun. Uh, we read Moxie last year and we got to meet Jennifer Matthew or on Skype, uh, but it was still really cool. And uh, us two got to go to the Texas Library Association conference and talk about like promoting feminism in the libraries. Um, yeah, and I think it's really important, especially especially like raising awareness about sexual assault, um, the maternal mortality rate and other issues like that that are, you know, local but also national. Have y'all gotten more active this year? Um, or have you always been like, like super active, super feminists? Um, so I actually had to be convinced to like be a part of the club by Rebecca, mostly because I thought there would be a lot of backlash. And I think that's due to my like own insecurity, but I feel like this is, after three years, we've really been able to say, we're not going away. We're still going to be here. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I feel like we've been active the whole time, but, uh, our third year has been really good for us. Very cool. What about you? Like just personally? Um, yeah, I agree. I don't remember me having to convince Olivia, but, uh, I I, kind of remember that, but I'm also, I'm a pusher. So, uh, um, yeah, my, I sort of wanted to start the club after my freshman year in high school. Uh, I was kicked out of a Trump rally because I was like holding a sign that said, I have a question. And I was actually just doing a project. I was going to ask him about feminism because I thought that would be kind of cool to, you know, talk to Donald Trump about feminism. <laughs> but he like, the police made me leave. And so then I, then I sort of got involved and, um, I knew our sponsor, Mrs. Stafford, from our Gay Straight Alliance. So Very it sort of cool. started from there. And I, I think I have gotten more involved because, like, um, I've always been a feminist, but I've, I've gotten more politically active, like volunteering for campaigns and stuff. Um, and, you know, now I know more about elections and politics, those sorts of things. Are y'all old enough to vote? I am not. My birthday's May 20th, so I'm missing both. But, okay. Rebecca, I'm... Unfortunately, no. I did. I interned with Vanessa over the summer, and it was the saddest thing because I'm volunteering for people I cannot vote for. So, yeah, very cool. Well, thanks for for t- talking to me. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. It's cool you started a podcast. Yeah, I, I have, we have buttons. I see y'all like buttons. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it for today. Everyone, please go check out El Voto Es Latino at www.elvotesLatino.org. And I know they're over on Facebook and Instagram also, so please check them out. You can find and follow She's Running on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at at She's Running Pod. If you like what I'm doing here, please tell a friend about the show. 
Y'all, go out and get active. Now is the time. We have one week to go until the midterms, and I'm going to be working with the Working Families Party to do some last-minute campaigning to get people to the polls. After that, I am taking a few weeks off to relax and recuperate, so no new shows until December. That's all I've got for today. Thanks. Talk to you soon.